Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first going in raw hey friendo steve here and lars and welcome back to going in raw the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash steven larson available wherever podcasts can be found and of course taped live at the twitch at twitch.tv forward slash steve and larson of course we've got wrestlemania this coming weekend we're going to be doing our live reactions to that over at the twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. There's a ton of wrestling going oh, on yes. this weekend. Of course, we're going to be doing our regular thing on Friday. We're going to be uh, doing our Rampage watch along with, like, I guess probably a second screen up for the, the Hall of Fame. I'm going to have that anyways just to see if anything strange goes down. Like, if, uh, because isn't that, that's being aired, right? On uh, Peacock, yeah. On Peacock, yeah. I want to see what Steiner has to say. That could be interesting. I usually don't listen to Rampage anyways. I mean, it's Rampage. Who cares? Um, But uh, so, yeah, we're going to be doing that on Friday. Our predictions are going to be dropping on Friday as well Mm -hmm. over at Friendo Club TV. Go check those out. Uh, And then, yeah, Saturday, watch along, recap. Sunday, watch along, recap. And then on Monday, we'll wrap up sort of like what other big events happened Mm -hmm. During takeover. the Gosh, that's a takeover, stand deliver, you know, Ring of honor, yeah, what's going on there, yeah. Yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, so that should be some fun. I might check out Ring of Honor late Friday night, depending on how I'm feeling. Because um, that, that'll be an interesting, it'll be an interesting Ring of Honor. It will be an interesting show. It will See if, like, because you would think at this point, like, it'd be an AEW production. Yeah, maybe. Think, right? Yeah. Um, who knows? Anyways, we're going to be talking about AEW tonight. Big events. Tony Storm made her AEW debut. Now, if you pay attention to our friendos over at Fightful, you'll know that Tony Storm was on the top of the list for AEW acquisitions in the free agent market in terms of their women's division. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't a big shock. No. But still, it was awesome to see. She got a massive pop. Uh, and she seemed uh, overwhelmed with emotions yeah. when she came out there. Of course, she beat the bunny to uh, to get into the Owen Cup mm-hmm. tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that was awesome. That was great. It was to awesome. See. It is. It, it was awesome to see Tony Storm. You know, like she 
that's pretty much up and left WWE uh, got a release, you know, waited out her no compete and came out to a, 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 a very loud ovation. And mm-hmm. the emotion of that all was all over her face. You know, yeah, you could man. just tell the, 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 the joy she was feeling probably being able to wrestle in front of that many people without having to worry about all the backstage BS that she probably had to deal with in WWE. And well, more importantly, not have to worry about getting a pie in her face. That too. Cream pie. Um, yeah. Well, that's what it was, man. It was a pie. Yeah, made no, some sort of creamy cream, substance. Probably, yeah, like no. a cream pie. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Cream pie. It was cream pie. To the face. Um, yes. So, uh, no, that was that was awesome. And yeah, you know, you go out there, wrestle. Uh, we'll see. I, I want to see a little bit of the Tony Storm from like predating the entire WWE experience. You know, it's, it's even going back to... NXT UK, I never really felt like, except for that brief little period in NXT where she was a heel, yeah. I never really felt like WWE as a whole utilized Tony Storm to her fullest. Because you see the stuff she did in progress. We got to see one of her matches against Ginny in progress mm-hmm. live, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. She's an outstanding wrestler, and I feel like we only got to see a small fraction of what she could do during her time in WWE. I feel like the character stuff that I saw of her before WWE like it was a small sample size, but it's not really it's it's not really a WWE thing that really she does. Mm-hmm. Like I I know I always saw even like her promos back in NXT UK. I was like I don't know if this is ever gonna work on main roster because they need they they want people who could do the character thing in a certain way in a sports entertainment way. Um. So uh. But no, I think she. I hope that she'll fit in. You know, uh, at at AEW, people love her. They mm-hmm. absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. And so uh. So yeah. Uh, Tony time. Good stuff. Looking forward to seeing it. Uh, also, uh, we had uh, more on this Wardlow MJF stuff and uh, the pinnacle as 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 much as MJF likes to think it's a tight, tight family, as he referred yeah. to it tonight. Doesn't really seem that way, man. FTR no. seems to be on their way out. Seemingly. If tonight is to be believed. Yeah, seemingly. So uh, at one point uh, we got an MJF FTR interview. And uh, FTR let it be known that uh, uh, that Wardlow was their buddy, and they didn't exactly appreciate how MJF was treating him. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, as try as as MJF might to do some team building exercises with FTR, they were not into it. And in fact, oh, after they beat the Ass Boys, uh, he gets in the, MJF gets in the ring, tries to celebrate with FTR. Dax wants nothing of it. Yeah, right. He yeah. literally pushes his hand off his shoulder and starts getting in his face. Um, I'm all about this. FTR is great. I think we give us some uh, tweener FTR uh, run. I think that'd be outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, it definitely seems like uh, Pinnacle uh, is pretty much on its lost legs. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I do. I'm, I'm interested in face FTR uh, as long as when they go to AAA, they remain Rudos. Because those dudes are literally there trying to start riots. It's pretty funny. Uh, they are still the uh, AAA tag team mm-hmm. champions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, as long as when they go there, they're still thoroughly bad guys. Because they seem to have such a blast doing yeah. that. But, uh, but yeah, they just want to be best wrestler guys. Mm-hmm. They uh, they got rid of Tully. And now uh, we have another match between them and the Young Bucks to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, seeing us how... Yeah. Seeing as how the Young Bucks won at uh, Full Gear 2020. Was it Full Gear 2020? Yeah, I think so. It was something 2020. Oh. 
Um, I fully expect face FTR to win this one. Yeah, I would too. I would too. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, fun episode of dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, you know, standard issue dynamite, just bang, 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 fast, really pace. good matches. They, they really good matches for the most part, fairly quick for the most part, talky bits to advance story. There was a bit of a laborious, uh, Jericho appreciation society bit. I don't know what it is with Jericho of late with this new character. He kind of gets lost in his own promos these days. I've hey, what that. is it? Is is it? Let me ask you something. Is there any chance? Is there any chance? Given that Jericho usually, like nine times out of ten throughout a, a long career, is completely and totally on point with his promos, and this just started happening when he's a sports entertainer. Is this a comment on the, the 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 problems with scripted promos? You know, I was gonna say maybe what he does. This is just me uh, uh, spitballing here, speculating. Would it be interesting if he says, "All right, this is what I want to say." Tell somebody now. Go write it for me, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, and then he gets the script like ten minutes before they do it, and he has to memorize it. that. I, again, Jericho's an incredibly clever guy. The fact that the fact that he was he based his what 2009 character off of Anton Chigurh means mm-hmm. that I mean that to me it was always like oh shit he knows about like cinema and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's an incredibly clever guy. Mm-hmm. It would not shock me if he did something like that. I mean, dude, it's not. I, it cannot be coincidence that he's referencing WWE. Uh, during this whole thing that he's talking up sports entertainment and what's the biggest knock on WWE when it comes to their promos. They're overly scripted and people forget shit. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I've noticed that the last, I don't know, three, four, five weeks maybe. No, it's we'll it's it's been noticeable because Jericho never does yeah, that. Yeah, very rarely does he fumble like yeah. that. Uh, before we get to the breakdown of the show, we got to talk about uh, Wheeler Yuta's match against Brian Danielson. Another fantastic bout. Oh, um, man. And uh, it definitely seems like that slap from Regal has uh, awoken something within Wheeler Yuta, a more violent Wheeler Yuta, a more defiant Wheeler Extra Yuta. salivatory. Yes. This dude had the biggest glob of spit. Yes. And ready for but man. Bit it right defiant. in his face. <laughs> and Danielson, they, those guys were beating the shit out of oh each other. Oh, my God. That was amazing. It was, it was a really fantastic. Good match. Really good match. So, uh, really interested. I'm I'm really invested in what they got going with uh, Blackpool Combat Club um, from the, the perspective of how they're recruiting would be new members. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it's interesting. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And they're no, giving, like they're giving, too, they're giving yeah. some young uh, upstart wrestlers an opportunity to showcase what they could do and i'm sure really sit under the learning tree of william regal john Moxley, and brian danielson and pick their brains hell yeah Mm -hmm. yeah hell yeah Yeah. let's talk about hell yeah uh the undisputed elite uh had their big championship celebration tonight because they stole the titles off of uh, uh the uh the jurassic express and uh hangman page so they come out for their undisputed elite celebration, and they've got tape with their, you know, and, and because they don't have real nameplates. Oh, I know that, that that detail is funny. They put the tape over the nameplates. They put the tape over. Names, yeah, wrote their names, uh, and uh, and uh, so it seems like they're headed for a confrontation. I seemingly sooner than later because CM Punk earlier in the show was asked directly about, "Hey, what's up with your discount double check?" 
And he's like, well, everybody here in South Carolina knows that that is the universal sign for State Farm insurance. I mean, no, yes, I want a championship, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. And so he says, he said this, next week, I don't know who's going to be champion. It's either going to be Adam Cole Bebe or Hangman Page. But like we discussed in the pre-show or kickoff show, maybe it's just like who is actually in physical possession of the belt. Not so much okay, who actually yeah. has won the title, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he thinks the title is a scramble title. Maybe, maybe. You know, just whoever has it, has it. So, the segment was fine. I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't continue the the, 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 the idea that Cole and Redragon are going to, like, keep keep those belts for a while. I kind of thought there might be some humor to be gleaned from that situation. Some they old kinda, undisputed era type humor. Yeah, huh? and they just kind of did it for a week, and then yeah. Paige and Jurassic Express got the belts back, and it's like, all right. Yeah, I don't know how much you want to beat that one into the ground, though. You know, I'm kind of feeling, look, dude, I'm all for some, look, if if there's anybody in AEW who's going to be pulling car pranks, it's going to be the Undisputed Era. Absolutely. And uh, and I want to see that. And car pranks with the titles would be awesome. But I also understand they probably want to don't want to uh, beat, a, beat a dead tel- uh, Tesla. And so um, I, it seems like, yeah, I don't know what the next theme. To, may, they're probably just waiting for this WrestleMania business to be done with so they yeah, can do probably. another themed episode. Probably. We had mentioned the possibility of a tax uh, deadline uh, episode, perhaps mm-hmm. middle of April. Maybe it'll come at the end of April. Who knows? Uh, but uh, but yeah, they seem to be headed for a Cole versus Hangman Definitely. thing. It was just it was kind of cool to see the old undisputed era with uh, all the gold, gold the, yep. the undisputed prophecy. Yeah. You know, even if it wasn't legit, I thought it was a really cool shout out to uh, to NXT. And it's just great to see those guys with a main roster esque on main roster esque programming because yep. we never got to see it yep. uh, in the old days. Yep, that's true. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We can jump into it now. Uh, show kicked off with CM Punk versus Max Caster. Uh, Max Caster did his customary uh, uh, pre-match rap to the ring. Mm-hmm. And man, got a pop for me referencing CM Punk pooping his pants. The Z-Pack, poop his pants, poop his pants. He, of course, the first thing out of his mouth was Will, was a reference to the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock slap. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was everybody was looking for it. Punk himself was just laughing yeah. the entire time. Yeah. Uh, he, he seemed super tickled by it. Yes. Uh, Joe Hansen here in chat says, Battle of the Belts 2 is Saturday, April 16th, I believe. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. That is. That's that's right around tax time, too. 
That's yeah. That's a day. Tax. Tax is probably going to be the Monday afterwards. It is. Yeah. uh, Yeah. 18th. Okay. Cool. I have two nice three additional days this year. Uh, So, so yeah, this is a fun match. Dig through the couch, try to find all the change I can. (laughs) Dude, tell me about it. Fucking being whatever we owning our own business, I guess. Huh? I was about to say freelance. We're not freelancer. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Of course, obviously, uh, CM Punk wins this with an Anaconda Vice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caster was working over the legs quite a bit, so he was trying to hit that GTS, but couldn't quite get it. Hit him with a pile driver and then an Anaconda Vice. Uh, right afterwards. Afterwards, uh, after the match, Shivani hits the ring for an interview. Punk asks the people in the building what the double. <laughs> You have it in your notes. The discount double check motion means, and they chant his name, even though they should be chanting like you know, uh, 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 State Farm, State Farm, Jake, 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 Jake. <laughs> yeah, he's coming after Jake. Um, Punk says, uh, he says, there's a couple things I don't know who's going to be champion in a week's time, but there's a couple things he does know. There's a little gray in his beard. He says, by the time AEW is over. There's going to be more gray in this beard. I've got some scars on my head. By the time I leave AEW, there's going to be more scars on my head. And before my time in AEW is over, I'm going to be world champion yeah. of State Farm. Of State Farm. After that, we get the a MJF FTR interview. Uh, before the uh, interview really begins, Mark Sterling's in the background. He's hanging up these posters, essentially, of Warlow. And it's like, uh, essentially, hey, security, if you see this, man, keep him out of the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's like the Steiner posters yeah, exactly. from WrestleMania a couple exactly. years ago. And so he's putting them all over the place. There's several ringside as well. And and MJF is asked, you know, who's this? Oh, this is my lawyer, Mark Sterling. And he's about to, uh, Tony's about to in, uh, mention uh, Wardlow. And MJF's like, mm-mm, Wardlow doesn't exist in this universe anymore. Let's talk about Pinnacle. Now that Wardlow is gone, we're going to start getting some wins. He puts over FTR uh, in their match upcoming against uh, Gun Club says next week Sean Spears and get a win too, and uh, Dax kind of interjects says I don't know what's going on between you and Wardlow. We're your friend, but we're also Wardlow's friend. And MJF goes, No, no, no. Pinnacle's not about friends; they're family. And I don't want to mention this, but Wardlow used to talk shit about you guys all the time. <laughs> and like immediately, you can see, uh, based on the expression on Dax and Cash's face, they're not buying it. Oh yeah, man. Uh, yeah. And he tells FTR to put their hands in. And they do so very hesitantly. "Mm, mm, mm, Don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, After that, we had a long, really, really good match between John Moxley and Jay Lethal. Uh, Jay Lethal once again was able to take his opponent to where? Their limit. To their limit. And uh, uh, in the end, though, he's able to evade a couple of attempts at a paradigm shift. But. It's a paradigm shift that puts him down for yeah, the win really for John match. Moxley. Really good match. Afterwards, Mox extends his hand. Lethal, after a little bit of hesitation, shakes it. So they're doing the, you know, the the uh, uh, lethal uh, loss to, gosh, what am I? A bunch of big names. It was like Danielson, Punk, or whoever. It was like a bunch of big names. He, well, a couple weeks ago, he lost. And after that, uh, he had that promo where he's like, just last week. Where he's kind of questioning himself, he keeps he kept on saying, "There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way." Mm-hmm. So now, after this loss, yeah, Adam Cole, thank you, Michael Soto. Yeah, that's the one. Um, so after this loss, even during the match, at one point he hits a move and he just he's like beside himself. He gets in the ref's face. He's like, "I can't believe that didn't finish it." Mm-hmm. Um, afterwards, he's really you can tell he's just disappointed in himself. So I, I, there's a story they're going with this. I'm interested to see where it goes. 
bad guy Jay Lethal with his bad guy crew. Maybe. Uh, after that, we had a, a really cool Marina Shafir video package. I've got a couple of her matches on Dark. I really like the way they're uh, presenting her. Her theme music's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had FTR versus the Ass Boys. Another really long match. The Ass Boys, say what you will about them. Those guys can sell like crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're not knocking themselves out yeah, via the Luthez Press yeah. attempts. Uh, when they're bumping for their opponents, my God, they're really good. Yeah, yeah, they are. And I, I, I appreciate that they were adopting some of FTR's own strategies to use against them. Yeah, right. You know, for yeah. example, that suplex spot where, uh, who was it? Colton grabbed uh, mm-hmm. Austin's foot. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure you get the pin on Dax. That kind, that stuff was good. So uh, eventually, Wardlow. We cut to the concourse. Wardlow's coming into the arena, and he starts yeah. laying out all security. They throw at him. He power bombs this dude onto a table. That table doesn't mm-hmm. break. Yeah, he power bomb the heck out of him. Yeah, so eventually, he, he comes down to the into the uh, arena, the lower bowl. Points at commentary, and MJF is he's like yelling, "Security, get him!" So mm-hmm. they set, security guards are sent up to the stands to try to intercept Wardlow. He fights them off. Eventually, he gets down to the floor section. He's overwhelmed by security there. So FTR is distracted for a bit by that. Uh, eventually, though, they, they hit a, a, a shatter machine to get the win. MJF runs to the ring to celebrate, and that's when he puts his hand on Dax's shoulder, and Dax swipes it away, and they mm-hmm. start arguing about how MJF mm-hmm. is treating Wardlow. Eventually, though, MJF hands them their AAA tag titles and uh, raises their hands. It always cracks me up whenever Billy Gunn inserts himself into a match because he's fucking huge. <laughs> when he came around side and yeah, like yeah, yeah. tapped uh, whoever was Dax or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's interesting Man. to see him at King of the Ring 96 where he's probably like 60 pounds lighter. Yeah, right. But still yeah, like yeah, incredibly yeah. jacked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he just looks like a normal dude there because in yeah. WWE, like if you're not if you're six, six, three. Yeah, if you're 6'6 six, six and probably, I don't know, two, 230 at the time. Yeah, that's like normal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. It's just hilarious because he's still amazingly built. Yeah. 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 Uh, then we get this great video package hyping up the main event for Rampage this week, I believe, between Powerhouse Hobbs and Keith Lee. Uh, Hobbs is saying that Keith Lee has been a pain in his ass even before he came to AEW because all he heard about was Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, Keith Lee, you can kiss my ass. Mm. And then Keith Lee just says, hey, I commend you, Hobbs, for stepping up to me man-to-man and having this match with me. And Hobbs says, Rampage, it's my show. It's Ricky Stark's show. And then Keith Lee says, come and bask in my glory. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Here's another and guy that doesn't wait. need anybody to talk for him is Hobbs. He got, this is like the most I've heard him talk in one he's segment. Good. And he's, he's really good. He's fucking good, man. He's yeah. really good. He's good. Uh, after that, we had uh, an overly long Chris Jericho, Jericho Appreciation Society uh, uh, promo. Jericho says, for over three weeks, We've been the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. So I've had people from all over the world wanting to be a part of the Jericho Appreciation Society, but it's not going to happen. There's only five of us, GFY. So Garcia says, you know, we saw what happened when pro wrestlers stepped up to sports entertainers. They got future endeavored. And then uh, 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 Parker and uh, Menard, the magic man, do a little curtain bit. He's like, hey, go take a peek. You want me to take a peek? Go take a peek. And then uh, he goes and he takes a peek. And then uh, he's like, hey, Hager, go take a peek behind that curtain over there. And Hager's like, they're not here, and they're not coming back. And then he steps over to the curtain, and they're totally there, and he gets bopped by Ortiz with a loaded sock. Oh, it was great. 
That was great. That was awesome. And then for like another 10 minutes, they just start brawling over the place. I know. Then the, the beat down the rink, t- it was long. Like Jericho was. Was, was hitting uh, Eddie with his belt, and there was Floyd the Bat involved. Eventually, Jericho hits Eddie with uh, a Judas effect. But uh, for a decent stretch, Santana Ortiz and Eddie were beating the heck out of the JAS, and then they got overwhelmed by the numbers. Who's known for overly long segments? WWE. Mm-hmm. Telling you, man, all this shit—it's just to take. It's just—it's just taking the piss out of the WWE, man. It could be. It could be. Is this tacky? As Seth would say. <laughs> um, you know what? It's. Cle- I would hope that he would appreciate it because it is. It's clever. It's critique. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's not just an obvious shot. No. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. It's 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 good stuff. Because you mentioned. Did you mention this during the pre-show or at the beginning? Did we mention this within the podcast? Your thing about Jericho losing himself in promo sometimes. I thought we did that during the show. Okay, cool. I don't know. Sometimes the pre-show bleeds in. Yeah. Uh, so we had a Jade Cargill interview after that. Uh, Sterling says he has Jade's 30th opponent. Uh, he says, we had two options, and I went with the most prestigious. The librarian, Leva Bates, an old friend of ours. Yeah, that was, I popped. I was like, that's awesome. We haven't seen Leva I was like, on that's great. in a long time. Jade's like, what? My 30th win shouldn't be a joke. Leave. And then it's great because Leva didn't go back the way she came from. She crossed the camera <laughs> and cried the entire way out, which was a really little bit of show stealing there. It was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, and then she's like, well, fucking who else is it, Sterling? And he's like, okay, uh, we're going to go with option B, Marina Shafir. She's uh, the MMA girl we just saw. And she was like, what? Well, what's wrong? You're not confident? He's like, I just thought Leva was a better option. Which clearly means he doesn't want her to have to face Marina Shafir, mm-hmm. which is a great little way to, you know, go about it. Yeah. And Jade says, you know what? I got no problem taking on Marina Shafir. She did like a little impression. Yeah. And then uh, she went to go tend to her baddie section. Yeah. Uh, then we got Brian Danielson versus Wheeler Yuta. Fantastic bout. Uh, Regal, once again, joined commentary. Awesome. Just violence. Just Beating the hell of each other, stretching each other. Lord, man, Wheeler's chest was just destroyed. Yep, yep. like mid match. Yep, it was great, and we got to see some fire from Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, uh, at one point, Danielson's hitting some twelve to six elbows. Tries to uh, lock on cattle mutilation. Wheeler Yuta escapes that. He starts hitting his own twelve to six elbows. Rolls up Danielson, gets a two. Uh, is going for some move. I don't know exactly what it was. Brian counters with an arm drag, hits a D plus, <clears throat> and he's looking for the Daniels and stomps. Before he even stomps him once, Wheeler he looks up at him and oh man, he <sighs> does like a full on sit up and goes <laughs> just unleashes right a massive loogie. Yeah, it was huge. And then Danielson stomps the living shit out of him, follows mm. with a gotch style pile driver. Oh, LaBelle lock, but that's not a standard LaBelle lock. He was fish hooking him. Dude, yeah, he was all digging in his grinded mouth. his knuckles into his face. Yeah, man, it was it was it was it was violent. Uh, mm-hmm. So Danielson gets the win. Regal though, towards the whole finish of this match, like Regal's pretty chatty on commentary. The whole finish yeah, of this right. match, he's just sitting there quiet. Yeah, and quite impressed. Yeah, he's this quite impressed. Yeah, the beating is going to teach him a lot about this industry. Yep. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, after that, we had a video package for Andrade versus Darby Allen because that was our main event. Uh, before the main event, though, we had the undisputed elite championship celebration. So we mentioned they brought the titles out with their own names taped to them. And uh, there's a little box there in the ring. And Cole's like, what is that? What is that? And Kyle's like, no, chill out. It's okay. And then it's labeled party supplies. 
And so he opens it up and like five golden balloons come out and yeah. just float off. And Cole is very impressed with that. So Adam Cole welcomes us to the celebration. He says, first and more, most importantly, he says, uh, Hangman Adam Page and Jurassic Express aren't here tonight. And they're not here because they weren't invited. They were, or they're not here be- not because they weren't invited. They're embarrassed because they took because we took their title so easily from them. He says, we didn't steal them because you can't steal something that belongs to you. He says, this celebration isn't just for us. It's for all of AEW because AEW needs a new era, a new group to run the show. And AEW has the three best wrestlers on the planet. And then Kyle O'Reilly starts sort of fumbling around. Yeah. He says, uh, I see the haters. They say that uh, Red Redragon don't have enough wins to challenge for the titles. He says, you know what I have to say? Ratings don't matter. Uh, what, what was I? I, was, I had too much champagne I don't feel too good. I need to go sit down. Yeah, he just sits down. So Bob Fish yeah. takes over, says what Kyle O'Reilly means to say is that they'll put their their resume against anyone in the industry. They're the three baddest dudes in this company. Uh, Cole says that's why the celebration won't end tonight. It's going all week long. And then Hangman's music plays, and he drives into the arena with a Tesla with some bullhorns on it. Yeah, man. Uh, he gets to the ring. He takes the fight to Undisputed Elite, tosses Kyle O'Reilly out, drops uh, Bob Fish with the boot. Hits O'Reilly with a clothesline. Hits Adam Cole with a fallaway slam. He's looking for a buckshot, but Redragon pull Cole out of the ring. So they try to retreat up the ramp. Jurassic Express and Christian attack them from behind. Uh, eventually, Luchasaurus chokeslams Bob Fish. Boots Kyle O'Reilly. Christian puts Cole back on the ring. Page is looking for a buckshot. Cole ducks that, so Page just backdrops Cole. Uh, onto Redragon out on the floor. And then uh, Hangman and Jurassic Express, they have their belts back. We were denied uh, car pranks plus titles, man. Maybe we'll Going still get drive-throughs. You know, they should have they should have thrown them in the river. Uh, after that, we had a uh, Thunder Rosa interview. She comes out. She says it was such a shame. My celebration was cut short last week. She said I'm your woman's champion. I'm the first Mexican-born wrestler to accomplish that. So when I came to AEW, I said I was going to put the women's wrestling. I was going to put women's wrestling back on the map. She said I fought and clawed my way to the top to be the face of the division. She said, now I want to be the face of women's wrestling. She says, every time I get to the top, there seems to be bullies that try to bring me down. She says, I don't want to be a pillar. Pillars get knocked down, but foundations remain standing. She says, I'm going to be a foundation in this company. So if anybody wants to get at me, come get at me. I'm ready. And she says, Nyla, I'm here to fight. If you want to wrestle the best in the world, I'm here. Yeah. Yep. And we got a response from, yeah, it was good. We got a response from Nyla later on. Uh, then we get, uh, before that, though, we get FTR promo. So Cash says it's uh, it's been said that they take themselves too seriously. And maybe they do. But this is everything any, everything they the only thing they ever want to do and they're doing it together and they're making history together. Triple A tag champs. This Friday they're going to be the Ring of Honor tag champs when they beat the Briscoes and then after that they're going to be the first two-time AEW tag champs. And Dax says we came to AEW to build a reputation, not lose it. You know, uh, he says I'm tired of waiting. So I'm going to issue the challenge right here. Young Bucks Let's have a match to see who the greatest tag team of all time really is. Yeah, man, that's going to be a good one. You got that right. Uh, then we had uh, the Bunny versus the debuting Tony Storm. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, Tony Storm picked up the win here with the Storm Zero. Oh, that so, pile driver was stiff. Yeah, it was, man. Yeah, that, that was, was good fantastic. stuff. Fantastic, and again, hell of a reaction that Tony Storm got. That's awesome. It's great to see. Yeah, him. absolutely. Uh, then we had a Nyla Rose Vicky interview. 
Um, Vicky is offended that Thunder questioned her intelligence. Nyla says, I'm the foundation. I'm a cornerstone in this company. Now I'm going to cement my legacy with Rosa's blood. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was. Nyla was great. Yeah, Nyla was really good. Yeah, it's all we really, it's all we really need. I know, I know. Uh, then we got our main event: Andrade El Idolo versus Darby Allen. These guys beat the hell out of each other. Andrade like, loves beating the shit out of little little dudes. Yeah, <laughs> he'll throw them around all the place. So before the bell even rang to start the match, Andrade hits Darby with a tornillo, blasts him with a skateboard, yeah. throws him with a timekeeper's table, drops him onto it. Uh, suplexes him onto the ring steps. Mm-hmm. I mean, Darby got some shit in there too. Uh, but that suplex, like he turned the, the ring steps sideways. Yeah. And then suplexed Darby. He like he oh. picked him up from the barricade, walked him over, and suplexed him on top. Oh. And that was all before the belly and rank to start the match. The bell finally yeah, The ref is like, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? And Darby's like, yeah, man. Of yeah, man. He, he grabs the, uh, Bryce by his shirt and says, I'm going to do this. Um, and then the the it, the beatdown just continues. Mm-hmm. So Darby, or sorry, Andrade is just working over Darby, hits corner knees. Darby would try to get some stuff in, but Andrade would always have a response. Uh, at one point, Andrade is looking for a razor's edge. Darby versus that into a code red, gets a two. But again, Andrade right back on the offense, uh, drops Darby with a massive slap. So then Andrade takes off his belt, and so uh, Bryce Remsburg takes it from him. While all that's happening, Darby undoes his own belt and trips up Andrade with it. Hits a stunner, gets a two. Mm-hmm. So Darby hits into a ma- uh, runs into a massive backbreaker, kicks out. Uh, Andrade puts him on the top rope. Uh, Darby reverses into a crucifix bomb, but like they rotated all the way over. Yeah. So Andrade basically landed on his stomach. Yeah, yeah, but it was like six inches away from being on his head. Yeah. God damn. It was it was, it was really close. So then Darby yeah. locks on to Fujiwara armbar. Uh, Jose, the assistant, comes to ringside. Sting chases him down, blasts him from behind. Butcher and Blade come out. Uh, they start taking the boots to Sting. Darby takes them out with a splash off the top. Uh, and then Darby looks for a springboard coffin splash on Andrade. Andrade catches him. Hits him with like a deadlift buckle bomb. Follows with a hammerlock DDT to get the win afterwards. Huge brawl breaks out because AFO attacks Sting. Private Party runs out to join the fight. Hardy's come down to make the save. And uh, Mark Quinn has to eat a twist of fate from Matt and a swanton from Jeff to close the show. Going into this, I never would have thought they'd have Darby Allen lose to Andrade. That was a great win for Andrade, man. That he was needed awesome. that. He needed Absolutely. that. 100%. Yeah. They're, 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 I really feel like he gets a lot of time. He gets a lot of shine. You know, a couple wins. I that dude, he should have. Who's the TNT title now? Oh, it's Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Sky. They're sort of not in a thing, but man, God, Andrade with that TNT the title. Last four matches, five matches, Andrade has had have been great. Yeah, no the match kidding. against Cody was good. His one-on-one match against Sammy was good. The triple threat with him, Sammy, and Darby was really, really good. That was on yeah, Rampage. Right. Match tonight, yeah. really, really good. Yeah, I'm probably forgetting one, but those four matches, outstanding. I'll skip that. And yeah, he's always in a prominent spot. Absolutely. That'd be cool. Michael Sodopes has given an AEW title shot. Even yeah. if he gets a title shot and loses, you know, he can drop back down the TNT title. Mm-hmm. By that time, maybe somebody will take it off Sky. Hopefully, at the end of the year, it'll be Sting. And then, because of the history there, Andrade can take it off Sting at yeah. the beginning of the year. Yeah. Anyways. No, but like, uh, he's got to win it before the end of the year. 
Well, no, I like, kind of like my way better. I mean, your way's fine because it eventually gets the belt on Andrade, which I'm all for. But right, so we can both agree that my but way is Keith sort of Lee the needs way to have go. it. As long as Keith Lee has it, December 31st doesn't really, uh, you know. But then later on, so December 31st, Sting wins it. No, too. January 1st is fine. <laughs> that January 1st is cool. But <laughs> all right, let's answer some damn questions here. Uh, we have a thread up here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Somebody asked for a car pranks t-shirt, Larson. Oh, that'd be fun. We, we really need, yeah, I got to figure, I got to find like an artist that does like cartoony type shit. Cause yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. that's me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that could be, that could be fun. That'd be funny. Let's see here. Uh, David Matushik. Well, okay. So he says now that FTR is conflicted by MJF to stay in the pinnacle, he says, when and where should the inevitable face turn happen? We, we, we've kind of been seeing it, and tonight, for sure. Yeah. But maybe, like, he means a well, they, tame, fuck you, tame Essentially, yeah. yeah. I mean, it started when they fired Tully. That's mm-hmm. when it started. Yeah, right. And there they, I mean, there hasn't really been, they put a lot of emphasis on it, but I guess, I'm guessing the general idea is they've been so wrapped up in pinnacle business, it's taken their eyes off why they're in AEW to begin with, to solidify yeah, their right. own legacy. And part of that is beat the young bucks, get the tiles back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miku, if the Owen Hart tournament winners get a challenge, any champion at any time within a year, who would you like to see win on each side and who should they face? I mean, I don't think it would be a terrible thing for Tony to win the Owen I think it'd be a really women's good idea. side and have her take on have her take on Jade. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, she'll lose and that's fine, but like it'll be a hell of a match and a, a great competitor for Jade. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yep. Yeah. What about on the and men's then side? on the on the men's side, if you do the 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 TNT and TBS titles, have. Sting, <laughs> but no, I want that in December. Um, you know how how awesome would it be? Because look, if Wheeler Yuta is going to join the Clobbering Club, he does need like I feel like that's elite company right there. And I know that they want their stable of like young boys, basically. But how cool? I mean, let's just throwing this out there. It'd be kind of cool if Wheeler Yuta won that thing as further proof. Like, what if you have to go through some fucking shit mm-hmm. in order to get into the clobbering club? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like winning the Owen Cup, it's like, okay, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can join our our you stable of young boys yeah, after you won that. If you yeah. won that, you lo- you won that by literally beating the hell out of everybody. You know? Right. Exactly. Like, it's yeah. not just winning it; it's how you win it. Mm-hmm. You got to dole out just levels of violence, massive that, amounts of violence. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dang MQ, what other WB tropes do you want to see Jericho uh, Appreciation Society do next? And why is it watching TV backstage from the side? That's good. That's good. Um, I do like, I like the idea. Somebody here mentioned like he would stop mid promo and ask for a line. This is what I want. I want, I want Jericho to be in a one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. And oh, then yeah, okay. it ends in like a weird finish, DQ finish. We go to commercial, he comes back, and he demands that it be made a tag match. That's good. That's good. I like that. Uh, let's see here. 
Uh, Nicholas Price says, with Mox being a face and Danielson being a heel, I kind of disagree with that. I think they're both kind of tweeners. Mm-hmm. Like, Mox is a bit more on the face side of tweener. Yeah. Danielson's maybe a bit more on the heel side of, of tweener. Uh, he says, what other face heel tag teams would you like to see? Lance Archer and... Lance Archer and uh, Paul White. Oh, that's fun. I was going to say Hobbs and Keith Lee. Imagine them as a tag team. That'd be great. <gasps> hey, great. that's a good one. I like that a lot. They would I like be that a, a lot. great tag team. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be that'd be killer, dude. Uh, let's see here. So, Rose asks, what do you think of Hangman Page's title run so far? Great matches. I think the match has been outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at this as it's a subtle, slow burn. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to have the huge story beats, I don't feel like. I feel like his legacy uh, for this particular reign to be made in the ring, the matches he has. Um, but you know what? This could be a slow burn, and he can have just that one feud. That's just absolutely electric. Whether it's, you know, the final feud where he loses it or the penultimate one. Um, I kind of hope he he gets to really sink his teeth into something creatively that's a little more dramatic than what he has been doing. Because so much of it has just been really subtle and a slow burn. And, you know, like when he had that, uh, when they had the elimination tag match, whether it was him and Dark Order against the Elite. And they had a, uh, he and the Dark Order they had a huge dramatic entrance, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, like the one of the most significant story beats of his story with Kenny was just Kenny not holding him up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the, the the Hangman story is not huge sweeping moments, it's subtlety in little in little moments. Yeah, maybe they'll have a, a huge moment for him. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's been fine. I think he's had a bunch of good matches, like you said, and uh, I think he's in a pretty solid story right now with the, you know yeah. the, with the standard bearers of, of NXT and uh, and Adam Cole, a guy who by every right should be a world champion at this point. Um, I think that's good. I think that feels like a big story. Uh, so yeah, I, I I like it so far. I think so many people are so anxious to like jump on it because like, and I don't I don't know why. Like, I would have liked I would have liked, and I kind of feel like we would have had it. Um, him versus Mox. I'd like to see him take on former champions. Yeah. Um, I mean, who do we have? We got well, obviously he beat Kenny. Yeah. Uh, you know, he got Jericho. He got Mox. Yeah. And uh, and I think you could do a lot of fun stuff with that. I mean, if you Jericho is positioning himself as like Mister WWE, basically. You know, you had mentioned that you thought that that match was going to go down at double or nothing, which is a possibility. Well, my timeline was wrong. I, it was actually it would be all out would be three years. It'd be it was all out. Oh come on, our canon it's double or nothing. I have to all acknowledge out. that I was corrected, but then now I'll go forward that it happened at double or nothing. Yeah, but that's totally fine. I mean, that's six months from now or lessons. That's five months from now. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's a good timeline. You have Cole. You got CM Punk. Those are both. I mean, they already did Cole, but they're going to do Cole again. Mm-hmm. You got CM Punk. That's going to be huge. That will be huge. They're going to make something big out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they should. Like, I, you know, I, I, I'm guessing one of the the qualms about Page's title run probably has less to do with 
page himself as opposed to potentially getting overshadowed by like punk MJF story. Yeah. You know, and, and as far as like huge moments, that's what I'm talking about. So is the storylines that just like are the focal point of entire shows. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. It's like, that's the balance of AEW. That's yeah. why I like AEW because they can tell big stories outside of the title yeah, scene. Totally. His story dominated how long him Two and years. Kenny, it dominated like, from the inception of AEW. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let's get some room for other big stories to be told. Punk versus MJF could have easily main evented, but they kept with the title match. But, yeah, you're going to be rotating in and out different stories just to keep people, you know, interested. Mm -hmm. um, Austin was constantly on a chase after he won it in 98. Yep. He only had yep. it for, like, what, three months or something, something like that, that. before Kane got summer. it off yeah. him. Um, so, yeah, you got to you got to. If you're not going to have them, if you're not going to hot potato the title and have your champion chase or your consummate champion chase, you got to have stack the odds against them. Mm -hmm. And that's what they do every single time. They had Danielson come in, take him to his limit, um, literally the time limit. Uh, and then uh, and then Lance Archer, you know, the 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 death, the Texas death match guy. I think it's been fine. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been good. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet. Do you think one of the reasons Dynamite felt good tonight because we had no Sammy, Ty, Lambert segments that left a bad taste from last week? You know, if Lambert's not on the show, the the opportunity to enjoy it drastically goes up. I will always perk up when I know there's a Sammy Guevara match on TV because I know I'm going to see some cool shit. If I know he's going to be on the mic... Or, yeah, if Dan Lambert's going to be on the mic, couldn't care less. Just how I feel about Sammy Guevara. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Patrick Sparks, B-Man, Don Wagner. My, uh, my line to the wire talk. Yes. says uh, He just says this. Replace JR on commentary. One person from the universe of all promotions. One actor slash actress and one athlete from any sport, retired or active. Replace JR on commentary with three people? Or is this three options? Is this like a raw game mutant situation? So wait, what's the first one? Uh, anybody from the world of wrestling? Uh, no, one actor slash actress. Wasn't well, there someone from the world of wrestling too? Uh, one athlete from any... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. One, universe, one person from the all universe right. of all promotions. Uh, give me Kevin Kelly. Because he's outstanding. If this is we're replacing them with several people, I'm going to add to that Steve Carino. I want that as the oh, duo. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. Man, they were so good in New Japan. Uh, an actor or actress? Wow. Yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, just because I've been watching a lot of The Wire lately, I'm going to go with Idris Elba. Oh, that's great. What a great yeah, answer. He's, he's also the uh, the voice of the Sonic character. Yeah. Is it Knuckles? Yeah, I think so. What an outstanding answer, Steve. Thank you. Stringer Bell. Tremendous IP Stringer Bell. I'm going to say um, uh, 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 Walter Goggins, Uncle Baby Billy. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then we need an athlete, uh, either yeah. a current or former athlete. Uh, yeah, Pat McAfee. Oh, good. That's my good. guy right good. there. Oh, Max Casta just talked about CM Punk pooping Poop. his Poop. pants. Poop. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Mountain Mike Jesus says, uh, best car prank. 
Tony Khan finally giving Fuego a contract, but it's only enough to buy a used Hyundai. Great car prank. Even better by Miro when he destroyed it. Yeah. Yeah, that was an outstanding car prank. That's a wonderful car Great prank. Great car prank. Oh, man. All right. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at noon Pacific. No, is it one or noon? Are no, we back, back on normal noon. time? I think it's back to noon, but I could be wrong. I think it's like a three-week gap, but no. Oh, then it would be one. I don't know. We'll, we'll be back time tomorrow. so confusing. We'll be back tomorrow with some more, uh, uh, with another UK watch-along. I don't know when the Ilya Roderick Strong match is going down, but I think it's uh, this week. Is it this week? I think nice. So. That's cool. Uh, right here at the twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. And then, of course, tomorrow's the numbers don't lie for Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. And, and then Smash tomorrow Zone. night, the Smash Zone. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.